0: information, and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have several callers that have joined us this evening, and we'll be getting to them. And also, there have been several people who've submitted questions online, and I'll read some of those and read my answers as time permits. So let's go ahead and get going. Nelson. Hi, Nelson. Are you there? Yes. Hi. How are you? Hi, good, thanks. How are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm doing okay. I've um, I've actually been feeling off the last couple of weeks. I just figured I'd call in because I'm I'm really not sure what it is, and um, maybe you can help me.
0: Okay, sure. I'd be delighted to. Tell everybody where you're calling from.
2: Calling from New York City. Okay,
0: well, let me see if I can figure out what's happening. Um, what I'm going to do, Nelson, is I'm going to connect to you energetically. And what will happen is I'm going to close my eyes. I raise my vibrational level really high to the level of spirit. It takes me a nanosecond to do it. And then I'm going to see a laser beam go from my body, my sternum here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's going to go northeast and find you in New York. And then I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And, uh, and then it's as if I'm looking at a big screen TV in my head. And it's as if I can see an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And we'll just see what, see what we come up with and we'll go from there. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Any questions before we get started?
2: No. I, I I, mean, I can tell you my symptoms if that helps. I don't know.
0: Um, you can. What, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. We can go through your symptoms once I get get you on my radar and see what's going on. It's your, your call, your preference.
2: Okay. Let, why don't we do that? Let's wait until you hook okay, into uh, whatever my energy, and we'll go from there.
0: Okay. All right. Okay, laser beams head northeast from Sweet Home, Alabama to the Big Apples. So, okay, I got you. All right, let me shoot some energy. All right, you got got inflammation in your chest area, not necessarily your heart, like the middle of your chest. Excuse me. So let me get underneath that and see what's going on. What I'm going to do... Nelson, is I'm going to put anti-inflammatory energy on that inflammation. Inflammation to me, when I see in my mind's eye, Nelson, is it's, I see an outline of your body, and there's this red area in your chest, chest region. So I'm going to, that's inflammation as I see it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put anti-inflammatory energy on it to try and get that inflammation calmed down so I can see what's under it and see what's going on. With that, um, I think it's like like a lung thing. Do you have a cold or a cough or a something congestion in your chest?
2: <clears throat> Not really congestion in my chest. It's more of a, a pain and a discomfort underneath my ribs on the left okay. side.
0: Yeah, I can say, like your whole chest region's just inflamed. So what I'm doing is I'm watching this blue anti-inflammatory inflammatory energy and what it reminds me of nelson is the blue gel that's in the middle of those um, refreezable ice packs that you can get from the doctor's office usually orthopedists are real big on passing those out and they're refreezable Mm -hmm. have you ever seen one of those
2: yes i have
0: okay all right you've got a pain on the right side is that what you said
2: no pain on the on the left underneath the ribs
0: um sort of in my gut area yeah the energy when i get somebody on my radar nelson always goes to where it's needed first and there's something going on in your chest and i'm seeing it's on my left your right and i and i just after doing this for over 20 years i just trust it we'll go see what's going on in your stomach but Whatever's happening in your chest is more of an issue than what's going on in your stomach, or it may be related. We'll see what's going on with that. But um, I'm, seeing a, um, I'm seeing a nodule on the, uh, looks like a mass. I'm not getting it's malignant, but it's on the right side. Underneath your ribs, between your rib cage and your lung, it's almost like there's a mass that's grown on the outside of your lung. Um, I'm not getting, again, I'm not getting it's malignant. It's some okay. kind of a um, benign something. I think it's it's right up against your rib cage, but it's on, again, it's, it's behind your right rib cage. So let me see... Okay. Yeah. That's what's causing the inflammation. Let me see if I can get that thing, you know, to see if I can get it out of there. What okay. I'm watching happen is I'm watching it spin in a clockwise direction. And by the way, Nelson, I just report what I see. I don't edit anything. So
3: sure.
0: I'm, I'm watching it spin in a clockwise direction. And it's like it's self-pulverizing. Um It's not calcium, so it's not bone. It's more of a tissue material. But it's it's not soft. It has kind of a hard consistency to it. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm still watching it. What it's doing is it's reducing. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it spin and I clock clockwise as I'm facing you direction right now okay that's off all right let me see okay now that frees up some space between your lung and your rib cage. all right let me see what's going on with your stomach tell me about the pain in your stomach
2: okay <clears throat> it's actually lower than my stomach I think it's in my intestinal area okay and um, you know I, I did go to the doctor he thinks I might have um, uh, Oh my god what's it called Um, something itis but it's uh, I'll think of the word in a minute it's basically like an inflammation it's when the gut lining forms Uh these little cavities these little holes and the food kind of gets caught in there
0: yeah yeah I know what you're talking about okay what I see in your stomach is lots of yeast lots of candida yeast And it looks like white yeast that you see on a yeast roll when you go into a restaurant. Okay. Your system is full of it. Your stomach, your intestines, all of it. It's got this white powder in it, this white yeasty powder. That's an overgrowth of candida, C-A-N-D-I-D-A. That's how it's spelled.
3: And when
0: I see that, Nelson, it's caused by um, antibiotics, it's caused by food supply, by sugar, by anything that's fermented, wine, alcohol, beer, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And the good news is it's really easy to fix. It—it What it does is it causes leaky gut and it, it permeates the lining, the membrane lining of the intestines, and it releases toxins into the bloodstream. But it can cause severe stomach and intestinal pain sometimes. It can cause lots of gas. It can cause um, brain fog. It can cause a multitude of symptoms. So any of that resonate with you?
2: Yes, absolutely. Okay.
0: Okay. The good news is it's really easy to fix. Okay. And it doesn't cause any permanent damage. It's known as the missing diagnosis in medical circles nelson because it's really hard to diagnose you really you have to die you have to just kind of treat it go ahead and treat it and then if you get better then you know that's what it is because there really isn't a test for it but it's really prevalent and it comes a lot of it comes from the um food supply, because our animals eat grain, and the grain's full of mold, and it get all this fungal stuff going on, and uh, what happens with the food supply, also the pesticides that sprayed on our food, and sprayed on the grains, and the animals eat the grains, and it's sprayed on the vegetables and fruits that we eat in our food supply. It's an antibiotic, because it's a pesticide. It kills bugs, right? So, pesticides right. do. So, long story short, here are some recommendations. First one go to bulletproofexec.com, just like it's spelled, sounds, spelled just like it sounds, bullet, B U L L E T, proof, P R O O F, exec.com forward slash diet. You can download a free food chart there. Eat what's mm-hmm. on there. Okay, eat what's on there. A couple of books for you to check out. One's called Eat Fat, Get Thin by Mark Hyman, M.D. H y m a n, And he is the head of functional medicine at the Cleveland Clinic. He talks about yeast, candida yeast overgrowth in his book. And basically what the yeast does is it kills off all the good bacteria in the gut. And they call it now the gut biome. There's this fancy term for it. So read his book. The other one I suggest is called Detoxification and Healing by Sidney Baker, M D. And you want it he's got a whole chapter in there on how to deal with candida yeast. So even if you get that book and you don't read any other chapter, just read that chapter.
2: Okay, by Sydney, Dr. what Baker. was his last name?
0: Baker. B A K E R M D. And um and then the other thing is Google Candida Yeast, C A N D I D A, and you'll see all kinds of information about it. Bottom line, yeasties love anything that's refined. Sugar, um, you know, flour, anything that's processed, the yeast is just gonna have a party and it's gonna cause pain in your stomach. Um the other thing is anything that's fermented. Alcohol, vinegars, wine, mustard. Stay away from that stuff in the short run. You want to eat mm-hmm. protein primarily, and um, you can eat vegetables, obviously, but, but you want to eat stuff that's not processed. Does that make sense? Try it yeah, for a couple but, of weeks. I, I think you're going to feel a lot better when you do that. Okay, terrific. Okay. So, bullets, and, bulletproofexec.com.
2: <clears throat> diet and then um the book by mark hyman and the book by sydney baker
0: correct yeah give those a try and i bet you're going to feel a whole lot better and and the interesting thing is that was not the main issue (laughs) this issue was this nodule that was on your lung between on the outside of your lung, your right lung
2: so but that's gone now right
0: it's, well, it's gone from what I can see energetically. So just kind of pay attention to that. If you end up having some symptoms, I would go get that checked out. But, again, I don't think it's malignant. It's not. It does not look malignant to me when I ask the question I'm getting that, no, it's not malignant. Okay. Malignancies, well, is- to me, Nelson, look like they're dark for the most part and they have the consistency of kind of like hot tar when a road is being paved you know that hot asphalt that they put down it's kind yep. of stick, it's kind of sticky and and it's real black and this is dark but it's not it does not look malignant to me but it was definitely a nodule on the outside of your right lung hmm. Okay. okay
2: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad you saw it
0: yeah, me too. Me too. Let me know how the yeasties go. Try you I know, try see, that wrong. try that regimen and shoot me an email and let me know how you're doing.
2: I certainly will. Thank you so much for your help.
0: Bet. Thanks for calling. Enjoy your evening.
2: All right, you too. Bye. Take
0: care. Bye bye. Okay, let's go to a question that somebody has submitted online, and this one comes from a gal named Kylie in Pocatello, Idaho. And she asked, Hi, Julie. I had a miscarriage seven years ago that was very devastating for me. One of the things that's been really hard was that I miscarried at 11 weeks and never found out the sex of my child. Can you tell me what sex my child was and what's happened with them? Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Kylie. My condolences on the loss of your baby. When I got you on my radar, I could see what looked like a newborn infant wrapped in a receiving blanket with bunnies on it. Your baby was a girl. She wanted, to, she wanted me to let you know that everything unfolded perfectly. She wanted to experience what it was like to be a miscarried fetus, and you wanted to experience what it was like to miscarry. You both got your wish. Your daughter told me she had a genetic mutation slash malfunction that caused the miscarriage. Your baby also wanted me to tell you that what happened was perfectly normal. Miscarriages are nature's way of making sure the human species survives. She said miscarriages are way more common than we think. It's just that most women aren't aware they've miscarried. Your baby's spirit is always around you. So far, she has not reincarnated. She told me you two have been together in 73 previous lifetimes and will be together in many more. You can talk with her anytime you wish. Just ask her a question in your head. Her answer will be the first thing that pops into your head. If the answer takes more than a couple of seconds, that's your brain answering you. Hope this brings you some peace. Thanks for your question. We record this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 605-562-3140, and the access code is 533-677-POUND. If you're driving or doing something where you can't write down this number for next week, then go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. And on the homepage, you'll see all this information is down near the bottom of the homepage, all this call-in information. So write it down. Look at it whatever next thursday you can give us a call actually next thursday i'm going to be in the air flying so i'm not going to do a live call next thursday but the thursday after and i'll i'll send out a notice to everybody also when you're on my website sign up for the newsletter you'll see a little box there and i send out a question every week that somebody has submitted online and it has my answer with it. And also on the body of the email, it has all the call-in information. So it's just a reminder that you can, um, you can get that information from the newsletter. And then while you're on my site, schedule an appointment. And we'll have a whole hour to talk about anything you want to talk about. I can scan you. I can scan your pets. We can talk to deceased loved ones, all kinds of things. And it's really fun. So um, consider doing that too and schedule an appointment. Okay. Hi, Nelson, you still with us? I am. Hi, who's this? This is Karen. Hi, Karen. Finally, we get you. Hi there. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm having technical difficulties tonight, so I'm sorry I was having trouble getting you on the phone line, but tell everybody where you're calling from.
4: I'm calling from Stockbridge, Georgia.
1: Okay, terrific. Where is that? Uh, south of Atlanta. Okay.
0: Terrific. Well, thanks for joining us this evening. Thanks for calling back in. I saw that you called back in. And, yeah, I'm uh, sorry
4: I was late, yeah.
0: No, that's okay. I couldn't hear you before, so it's fine. Do you have a question for me? I really had a follow-up. Okay, For
4: Perfect. you. Okay. Um, well, it's actually two. I- my cousin had called in June, okay. um, and asked about her uncle.
0: Okay, and
4: it was actually his birthday that night. Oh, and you called him a character um, because it was a little mix-up. His his name is Ralph, and her, na- her 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 mother's name was Ruby. So there was Ruby and Ralph, were brother and sisters. I remember. But it. anyway, oh, yeah. you had mentioned that he was a character and he had mentioned being surrounded by his wives. Right. And
0: I just wife have to plural, say. Right? W- so, plural, right?
4: plural? plural, yes. Right. And Cindy was adamant that he had only been married to my mother
0: only. Right. Right. And.
4: You know, there's a little bit of a nagging in the back of your head that somebody once mentioned something, and I did some research, and you were absolutely right, and I had to call and tell you. Aww. <laughs> and How many wives did he it have was a surprise you? to all of us, but it happened many years before he met my mom, and it just, you know, it just um, let us know that. Because you had mentioned that night, they only say things that you will know it's them. And confirm yeah. affirm that it's them. And like I said, it was a nagging, and I called his sister and uh-huh. confirmed it. So I just wanted you to know that, yes, my father came through that night. <laughs> and... <laughs>
1: How Even though it was, was a he,
0: surprise, we were all so happy.
1: <laughs> that is
0: hilarious, Karen. That's hilarious. How old was your dad when he died? Eighty-nine.
4: Oh my God. And he God. had been he had been married to my mom. It would have been sixty-eight years this this year. So um, oh he was married a long time, but but it was you know it was nice that we knew he was okay and. Um, one of my sisters I have three sisters one of them was said that my mom didn't come through but I said she did because he was he said he was happy there with with all of them. with his <laughs> so, wife plural you remember, <laughs> remember that but yeah yeah it was wow. it was funny cuz that night i cried and it was like no that's not my dad and then it all came it all came around so, I wanted to um, call and tell you thank you for that,
0: oh, and hopefully
4: that my mom is there and they're they're proud of all of us, so um,
0: um
4: yeah, and the well, we others... could...
0: go ahead, I'm sorry no no, you go ahead well, I was gonna say we can talk to your mom anytime you want if you okay wanna, you know ever do that we well, I'll be happy to help you with that. that would
4: be wonderful well,
0: we know she's
4: around all the time, we all feel her. Um, oh, good. but yeah, that given, might
0: be given you signs.
4: We get signs all the time, you know, like they're what? just, they're just, they're just all around it. It might be a, you know, a recipe that just comes up in the middle of nowhere and it was something that she used to make and, you know, just uh-huh. something to make us feel good. We know that they're both together and everything's great.
3: Terrific. So.
4: And I had also called in about a health issue I was having, and you said I looked like I was one big wheat stalk. Oh, okay. (laughs) And hopefully that's gone away. I'm not sure, but I'm working on it. So. (laughs) So it
0: was a gluten allergy.
4: Uh, it was. I couldn't hear, and you said that I was inflamed and to get off everything. So I've tried. It okay. has gotten better. It's not quite there yet, but um, I've tried.
0: Well, do you want me to take a peek at you real fast since you're on the line and you called in? If you've got time, that would be fantastic. I do. And if I told you that I was seeing a wheat stalk, that means you had a gluten allergy. Mhm. And And so that's what I see when somebody needs to lay off the wheat products. And it usually... It, it'll usually, whatever the symptoms are, will subside when that happens. So, okay. So let me get you on my radar. I am in Birmingham. I've got a laser beam that's heading east to lana and a little bit south. Okay, I've got you. Yeah, you don't have one big wig stuck. You've got a bunch of little ones all over your body now. <laughs> still. Okay. So so you you're better, but you're still ingesting too much wheat
4: okay too much wheat. i too much don't know grain. where i'm I, getting it from but we'll see
0: anything that's processed mm. you know stay away from e- e- eat it if it's grown or it walks swims or flies okay <laughs> if it comes off okay. a tree or out of the ground or a plant eat it um even if then it- it, Gluten free flour, not to use that. Yeah, I think. Okay. It's still you still you still got an allergy to whatever's in that. So okay. lay off of it for a couple of weeks, Karen, and see if your symptoms subside even more. And then that's okay. and then you know add things back one by one and see if you can feel a difference. Okay. Okay. Well,
4: right I appreciate that, and I well, appreciate thank- everything
0: you do. Oh, thank you so much for calling in with that report on Ruby and Ralph. I remember that call. That
1: is a riot.
0: That is such a riot. Well, thank you so much. You made my day. And I'm really glad that you're laughing about it. You're not upset that your dad had another wife. Like I said, we've got,
4: there's four of us. Right. And I knew knew one of my sisters had mentioned it before. Uh And And I was like, oh, don't. You know, that's that's nothing. And I thought, no, we'll just do some research. <laughs> and we all laugh at it because it was much, it, it didn't affect us. It was
0: much earlier, you know. Uh-huh. And as long as everybody's happy, we're happy. Good. That's terrific. All right. Well, I hope you feel better. Thanks so much for calling.
4: Thank you, Julie. You bet. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too.
5: Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. minerals, plural.com and use the code Julie Ryan altogether, no space at checkout and you'll get 20% off your order. That's beam minerals, B-E-A-M minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Let's go to another message
0: that has been submitted online. This one comes from Loretta, and Loretta is in Emerson, New Jersey. And she asked, I'm a 67-year-old nurse and have had physical issues, mainly lower back, neck, etc., since the age of 20. Seven years ago, I hurt my right foot and ankle. I'm able to work, but all of this so limits my life. I've been diagnosed with severe osteoporosis, not a good outlook. I took two years of daily shots for osteo. Now, five years later, they want me to be in a trial to once again do these shots. This must be her doctor wants her to be part of this drug trial. Is this coming from a past life? Should I use the new drug for osteoporosis? Thanks for your help. And here's my response. Hi, Loretta. I can see the severe osteoporosis in your body when I scan you. I don't believe your ortho issues are connected to past lives. Rather, they're caused by decisions you've made in this lifetime. When I ask whether or not it's in your best interest to participate in the pharmaceutical trial, I get a no. Having said that, please consult with your doctor and other medical professionals, professionals, easy for me to say, about all of the options available to you. As a group, you can then determine what medical protocols will provide the best outcome for you. You may want to find a functional medicine doctor who will help you figure out what's causing your symptoms and how best to heal you, not just medicate those symptoms. Go to functionalmedicine.org to find a doctor in your area. Functional medicine doctors, everybody, are doctors who treat the body as a whole system. They're not just coming from the model where medical schools have taught for the past I don't know 5 or 6 decades which is you treat conditions with drugs or surgery or therapy this the functional medicine doctors are normally MDs who will get to the root cause of the problem and help heal instead of creating drug customers for life, you know, taking taking a pill for the rest of your life. They're going to try and figure out how to fix it so you don't have to do that. So that's what functional medicine doctors do. And then I go back to my response. In addition, you may want to visit the nnt.com website. There you can find out just how effective treatments and pharmaceuticals are or aren't. This information can help you challenge doctors' recommendations when they don't make sense or feel right to you. Now, NNT is stands for the number needed to treat. Would be Nancy Nancy Tim, NNT, and the website is the t h e n n t dot com. So, number needed to treat is. Um, relates to whenever a pharmaceutical company is trying to introduce a new drug, they have to do clinical trials and they have to submit information to the FDA in order to be approved, to get FDA approval to sell whatever their new medicine is or new drug is. Well, the number needed to treat is how many patients have to take that drug in order for it to help one. So the higher the number the less effective it's going to be and the more the chances are not good that it's going to help you. For instance, if there's a new drug that's coming out and the number needed to treat is 312, well, that means 312 patients have to take that drug before it's going to help one patient. Those are not very good odds. Furthermore, on the NNT.com, you're going to see a number called the NNH. NNH stands for number needed to heal. And that pertains to procedures, like surgical procedures and other procedures. And if that number also is high, for instance, the number needed to heal for a certain surgery, let's say spinal stenosis surgery, and that number is 217, well, again, that means 217 patients had to have that surgery in order for it to help one patient. Those, again, are not very good odds. The lower the number the better the chance that it's going to be able to help you. And I think part of the reason why the Internet is available, I'd like to say why God created the Internet, is because we can be informed patients in this day and age. And it's up to us to research what's available online, what's available in the medical literature, and be part of the decisions, be part of helping our doctors figure out how we can make ourselves better not just treat symptoms for the rest of our lives, but how do we heal from this? This is just one of the ways. Okay, so I go back to my response after that little um, sidetracking there of explanation. So I go back to say, when making any kind of decision, remember to ask your intuition by asking yourself this question. Is it in my best interest to, and then finish the sentence. The immediate answer you receive will be spiritual guidance, otherwise your intuition. If the answer takes longer than a second, it's your brain talking to you. Your intuition is always going to supersede your intellect or your brain and will always give you the best guidance. So what our brains, what we do in our brains is we kind of have a debate. With ourselves, well, should I do this? Should I not do this? If you ask, "Is it in my best interest to, and finish the sentence, the first thing that comes into your head within a second is going to be the best guidance. Often, if you follow that, practice it, follow it, and you're going to see that most of the time, if not all the time, it's right. How many times have you done something where your gut or your intuition told you to do it one way, you did it another way, and then you regretted it? We all have those instances. So follow your guidance, follow your intuition. And I would say 99.99999% of the time, it's going to be accurate. Okay. I've got everybody unmuted except for Karen. Can anybody hear me?
3: Yeah, I can hear you.
0: Good. Okay. One at a time. (laughs) Who wants to go first?
3: (laughs) I'm in no hurry.
0: Okay. Who's that? Mary?
3: That's Mary. Yeah.
0: Okay, Samantha, are you on? Yes, I'm on. All right, let's go with you, and then I'll come back to Mary. I am so sorry uh-huh. about the technical difficulties, guys. I don't know what's up tonight, but no,
1: it's okay. thanks
0: for your patience. Samantha, tell everybody where you're calling from.
1: I'm calling from Tuscaloosa, Alabama right now. All
0: righty, roll tide, baby.
1: Roll tide.
0: You got um, a question for
1: me? Yes, I do. so I called last week in regards to um a spirit guide that I ended up seeing, and you explained all of it to me and that she was good and um here to guide me. but you mentioned that she was um sent by my guardian angel, yeah, and i I was just a little curious as to my guardian angel and like who she is or he or she or any of that um. I guess yeah. I just wanted to see if there was anything else like I could know about her, should know about him. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um,
0: guardian angels join up with us right when we're uh, conceived and we're in the womb and and we're cooking before we're born. They're with us through our total life. And most of the time they're with us through multiple lifetimes. Guardian angels, as they appear to me, I was raised Roman Catholic, Samantha, so guardian hey. angels appear to me like they look in the paintings, you know, they're, but I see them as big, they're, I like to say they're big
1: ass angels, <laughs> they oh.
0: <laughs> Between six and seven feet tall, they all look like they're Stepford angels. They're all the same. Like there was i I'm dating myself. There was a movie out a long time ago called The Stepford Wives that, you know, the wives all look the same. Yeah, yeah. But, but they are, um, they all have white gowns on as they appear to me. They have big old wings. They all have blonde hair that cascades down to their shoulders. Does that mean that's what they really look like? No, not necessarily. <laughs> it means that's how they appear to me so I can identify who they are. Oh. Okay? They're yeah. not they're unisex. They're not he or she. Um, even though the Bible's full of, you know, Michael and all these different angel Gabriel and all these other angels, you don't hear about too many female angels in the Bible, but I think that's just because it was such a patriarchal society back then when they were writing all those, you know, parables and stories and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but angels are unisex. Angels were never people. They're their own species. It's like a bird wasn't a dog before it became a bird. Okay. They're just, (laughs) they're just their own species. So. Yeah. Okay. That makes
1: um, sense.
0: So let me see. Your guardian angel is right behind you. Um, they're with us all the time. Where I see them the most is when somebody's in surgery, they, they float over the head of the anesthesiologist who's up at the head of the OR table.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and I will, they're part of the angelic um, group that's present when somebody is dying as well. But they're always with us. And they're, they're part of our guidance. We have yeah. different spirit guides, I think, as I mentioned to you when we spoke about your spirit guide um, last week. they they're kind of like our spirit guide, Posse. There's multiple yeah. so, spirit guides that come in and out and all that. So I'm getting your guardian angels name you're going to love this is Edgar <laughs> E D G R, Edgar. Oh wow <laughs> Edgar is your guardian angel you know sometimes i get names that don't make sense to me this one's coming through as edgar it that may be the english translation of something that i can't pronounce because it's a different yeah. language but that's what i'm getting
1: um and so is he so does my spirit guide follow me as well
0: um, yeah they're with like you all the time did you did you play
1: sports when you were
0: growing up i did did you play soccer Yes. Okay. He's, he's showing me when you were playing soccer as a kid, he was like right on you. Cause he's telling me that you were, um, you were prone to injury. <laughs> he was trying to protect yeah, I, you to keep getting injured.
1: Wow. I got the goosebumps. That's so true. I, I got like really injured my sophomore year and then, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just very, very prone to injuries. Wow. Okay, because he's showing me you on
0: playing soccer on the soccer field. And he's like hovering over you, oh <laughs> just my to kind of protect you. Um, so he wow. is the same thing as I told you with your spirit guide, and I'm trying to. I think her name was Allison, right?
1: Yes, it was Allison.
0: Okay, same thing with Edgar, and what you want to do is you want to ask him a question in your head and it's the first thing that comes into your mind. Samantha is what his answer is. Okay. Okay. So 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 I am able to communicate. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So they're kind of, sometimes the guardian angels are kind of like the um, project leader, (laughs) if you will. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they'll bring in other resources during different times in our life that when we need different um different guidance but they're yeah. kind of the, they're kind of the CEO they're they're the ones who are Clear. are managing you know the support systems from the non-physical from the spiritual world
1: wow so is it true that that like everybody has a guardian angel or yes, do only specific people have them
0: no, no everybody has one
1: okay wow and they're usually with us in um, multiple lifetimes. Hmm. The same one? Yep. Yep. Wow. So. That's so interesting. Yeah. So. Oh. Well, thanks well, so thank much for calling back in. Yeah, thank you so much. I was just really curious about that because I know you mentioned that Allison was sent to me by my um, guardian angel. So I just wanted to know maybe a little about... It, and, um, yeah, but that's so interesting. So thank you so much. You bet. He's so, he, he showed me you
0: were so cute when you were playing soccer, and he's, like, hovering over you with his things. So anyway, Oh, my
3: gosh.
0: That was just wow. a, a picture he was showing me. So will well, you enjoy your evening, and thanks okay. so much for calling yeah, in. Yes,
1: thank you so much. You
0: bet. Take care.
1: Right. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Okay. Mary, you still with us? Mary? Can you hear me? Now I can, yeah. Okay. Yay!
1: Hallelujah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what in the heck. Oh, no, I've, I've heard all it of could be your so- stuff. It could be something I'm doing. Who knows? <laughs> but anyways, tell everybody where you're calling from.
3: I'm calling from Dayton, Ohio. Okay, how's Dayton? Dayton's good. It's been nice and warm and... I can't believe it's November and eighty degrees, but <laughs> wow! You got colors on your trees? Oh yeah, they're beautiful. The maples this year are incredible.
0: Well, oh, good. We're just starting to go into a little bit of color down here, so it's uh, it usually is around Thanksgiving is when our peak color comes out. Yeah. We're about, gosh, probably six weeks at least behind you guys up there.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say we're we're pretty much peak right now.
0: Oh, good. Terrific. Well, thank you for your patience. Got a question for me?
3: I do. I have a couple of questions, and they're both related to um, two of my pets. Okay. Um, One of them is uh, Emma, and she's the main reason, one of the main reasons I'm calling in. She's been suffering lately from um, a lot of anxiety, and she kind of, um, it's she's been tearing things up she, and she doesn't normally do that, you know, like the wicker basket that was holding our newspapers or a wicker basket that was uh, holding the towels. And so she would, you know, kind of destroy them. Um, she, she chewed on the, the bed post and, you know, chewed a chunk of wood off of that. And some of her, you know, steps going up to the bed, uh, that are made for her. Um, and then, like, in the middle of the night, she'll wake up somewhere anywhere around 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning and um, just can't settle down. She's very, very yeah. anxious. She'll she'll get up, move to one end of the bed, get up about a minute later, move up to the um, top of the bed, or then she'll get off, and then she'll come over around the side of the bed, and she kind of whimpers, and, you know, so she it takes her almost an hour at night to settle down. Is she, she a puppy, back Mary? Up. No, she's about eleven years old. Okay, all right. Let me. All right, let me get you on my radar,
0: and then I'm okay. going to connect from you to her, and then we'll ask her some questions and see what's going on. I have an idea of what's happening because uh-huh. I've seen this before, but let's get it from. Well, is it from the horse's mouth, we'll get it from the dog's yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> see what's going on. All right, my laser beams head north. Connecting with you. Okay, got you. Got Emma. Okay, Emma, What? Uh She doesn't know where she is. I think she may be going into Alzheimer's. Um,
3: okay. I've
0: seen this behavior before, Mary, with dogs especially. Mm-hmm. Does she have any, um, and we'll ask her some more questions here in a second, but does she ever get, you put her outside and then she wants back in, but she kind of acts like she doesn't know where she is or she's a little disoriented sometimes? Um, it, it happens mostly at night,
3: um, Mm -hmm. that I notice that she will go into different, you know, she'll go into another room. Right. Um, and she just acts like she doesn't know what she wants to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's in early Alzheimer's and I don't know what they call it for dogs, but Uh it's like dog Alzheimer's. And, um, she's telling me that if you can, um, do you leave, you leave her during the day is she there by herself
3: we have i have another dog um Dakota and i have another uh, a cat who is um the other question later um but yeah i leave her um we had to start putting her back into her kennel during the day okay. because she was destroying things she we thought she's she'd telling be safer me, in the-
0: yeah she's telling me if you can put something that smells like you where she's allowed to be and if she's in her kennel, you know, sleep in a T-shirt and let her have that T-shirt that smells like you, that it makes her feel safer. She doesn't know where she is at times. I think it's coming in and out for her, Uh her, you know, her ability to know where she is and know what she's doing. But she's telling me that if you can give her, something, if you have something near her that smells like you, it's going to reassure her and will keep her calm. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me see. I, I'm asking her if there's anything else that you need to know. She wants a bigger dog bowl. Oh. <laughs> She's Okay. <laughs> I said, because you want more food? And she said, no, because it's easier for her to find it.
3: Oh, well, her eyesight's not great either.
0: Yeah. She's saying it's easier. It'll be easier for her to find it, for her to find the food. I said, are you hungry? And she said, no, it'll just be easier for me to find the bowl. So (laughs) give that a whirl. And do you have any specific questions for her?
3: Um, well, you know, she, she went through an anxiety period a couple of years back and at that time I thought it was, um, more spirit related and I was thinking that there was something in the house that was kind of messing with her. And so that's why I was thinking, well, maybe it was, um, uh, a similar thing happening right now. She's telling me that was dementia related as well.
0: okay. This is all dementia related.
3: Because that was probably good three or four
0: yeah. years ago. Okay. So you're, well, three or four years ago, I thought you said a couple of years ago, because I asked her what happened two years ago. Uh, so three or four years ago, she was acting
3: kind of wigged out. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of right after one of my other cats had passed.
0: She's not giving me any information on that. She just wants to talk about this dementia stuff. She's saying it started a couple of years ago, and she said it kind of comes in and out. She said there, it's, she said almost like she has good days and bad days. Yeah, that makes sense. Some days she seems to be more on it than other days. Is that what you're seeing with her behavior?
3: Mm Mm-hmm, yep. She's fine when you take her for walks, and she's always been a very stressed dog. Uh Uh-huh. You know, over the years.
0: I asked her if she is ready to leave you guys, and she's saying no. Um,
3: okay.
0: She's saying you'll know when it's time to put her down when she can't control her bowels. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's a little bit yeah. of a, you know, yeah, uh, a
3: helpful hint for you from her, which is yeah, because she's know, she's she's never had problems in the house. Okay. So that that'll that will be a good sign.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she's saying when that happens, you'll know that it's time for her to to okay. um, you know go to sleep. Okay, and you had a question about your cat?
3: Yeah, and um her name is Sammy. I was kind of chuckling about Samantha calling in just a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, her name is Sammy and she's uh, 19 years old and um oh, I do wow. know that from the vet that the vet has told me that she's in kidney failure. Oh, and geez. and I know she's close. to to going, but just wanted to know if she was in pain and, uh, is she ready to go? What, what does she need from me? You know, what what can I do to comfort her?
0: I have her on my radar already. Her little spirits out of her body. You've seen the diagrams on my website, the Uh 12 faces of transition. I see the same thing with animals, not with all the angels and all that, but with, um, the spirit, exits the body through the top of the head and it hangs onto the top of the head. Mary looks like a bubble of a cartoon Mm -hmm. where you'd see the words, you know, of a cartoon in the cartoon caption. Her spirit is out of her body right now. It's, it's onto the top of her head when, and I always ask humans three questions and I'm, and I ask animals the same three questions. Are you ready to go? She's telling me, yes. Are you in pain and yeah, not getting an answer. Are you in pain right now? No. Have you been in pain? Yes. Have you been in pain today? No. Okay. Have you been in pain recently? Yes. She's telling me it's day to day, changes day to day with the pain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what do you need? She's saying Tylenol. I don't know that you can give oh. animals Tylenol, but oh, there's yeah. probably some kind of a feline Tylenol yeah. that you can use. But she's it's she needs some kind of a little pain reliever. Okay. Um, so let me ask: Do you want Mary to have you put to sleep? No, I'm not quite ready. She's telling me she will be in the next week or two. Okay. So let's ask: How can you know what sign can you give Mary when you're ready to go? She's telling me she won't eat.
3: Oh, yeah, so she's, she's been eating pretty good, so that, that okay. I think it's fine.
0: She's saying if she doesn't eat for three days, you'll know it's time.
3: Okay. Okay. And the
0: and the animals with whom I've worked for you know over 20 years, Mary, they are really specific about the signs, and then their owners will email me or call me after they've passed, and they'll say, oh, my God, you know, exactly what <laughs> Fido said. Yeah. Yeah. And so um you're getting two really good pieces of information from Emma and from Sammy about, you know, when you'll know mm-hmm. it's time for them to okay. to go on. But the other thing I want you to know is their spirits are always around you. Always always always. And oh, you'll hear nice. them, you'll I don't know if you've lost other pets in your lifetime, but um it's so Sweet, when somebody is dying, and every pet they've ever had in their life, their little mm-hmm. spirits are there with them. And I'll oh, be talking, yeah. I'll, I'll be describing these pets. <laughs> and people will say, "Oh my God, that was my dog when, you know, or that was Granddad's dog when he was eight years old. Look, here's a picture of it." And they'll know the pet's name. There was one woman who I scanned who was dying and she had all these farm animals around her.
3: Oh my and gosh.
0: But <laughs> she was dying, there's spirits. And I told her daughter, I said, there's like a cow, there's cows and horses and chickens and geese, and you know, pigs and stuff. And she said, well, she grew up on a farm. And when I described what they looked like, she said, yeah, those were all her pets. And she started naming off the cows names and stuff. It was a riot. So, oh, um, wow. so my point in all of that is that, that, they're always with us. They're little spirits. Even when they pass, yeah. they just go physical. Okay.
3: No. So, I have a third. I I have a third pet. I don't know if you have the time or not, but I've got is a it affecting?
1: Left, so,
0: okay. I is it
3: affecting you know, Dakota?
0: We're gonna have to um, do it okay. next time. I'm so sorry. No problem. But no problem. I appreciate your patience. And oh no problem. So much for calling in and thanks for hanging in there with me on the call this evening.
3: I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Okay. Take
3: care. And
0: to everybody else who's listened, thanks so much for joining us this evening. And uh, thanks for your patience with the technical issues. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the evening and a terrific weekend. And, And give me a call next week. Hopefully I'll have this technical stuff figured out. But take care, everybody. Thanks. Bye now.